Hello and welcome to the Mindful Inquisitor. I am your host, Sydney, and here we review scientific articles and literature regarding mindfulness meditation and its benefits on well-being and health. If this is something that interests you, please subscribe and hit the notification bell to stay tuned for further episodes. Today, we will discuss the autonomic nervous system and how it relates to meditation. What is the autonomic nervous system? As the name suggests, it is a system of nerves that activates automatically throughout the body. The system is composed of two distinct parts, the sympathetic and the parasympathetic nervous system. When one is activated, the other is low in activation and vice versa. We call this the tone of the system. This is of course likely an oversimplification. The system probably performs in much more complex ways, but this is the traditional way of understanding the system of nerves. The sympathetic nervous system is what we commonly refer to as the fight or flight response. It is triggered to help us in times of danger, in situations such as being chased by a predator. When it activates, Nerves will increase heart rate, increase sweat production, and such other systems that would help us fight against a predator or run away. It is a system of emergency to help keep us alive in dire situations. On the other hand, in times outside of danger, the parasympathetic nervous system is activated. One could think of this as the rest and digest system. When we are not in danger, our body rests, heals, digests our food, and more. What is particularly interesting about this system is that modern humans are said to experience more sympathetic activity than our ancient ancestors. Despite the fact that we no longer run around in the woods and get chased by predators. Even though we aren't in danger from such things as often, the stress of modern day life triggers the same feelings of danger and therefore activates the same physiologic responses. And like I said earlier, the sympathetic nervous system is a emergency type system. It's used as a way to save our life entire times. It is not meant to be activated all the time. However, contrary to being chased by a predator, which only happens so often, the stress of modern life is constant for us modern humans, and therefore we experience chronic sympathetic activity, which can lead to many mental and physical health problems. It would be very difficult to go over all of the consequences of chronic sympathetic activity in this one video. However, it may be explored further. I at least want to give an understanding of how it can affect our body. Firstly, physiologic stress response induces the release of inflammatory cytokines. And this information can be found in a paper by Steptoe and others from 2007. These cytokines 
such as interleukin-6, are very complicated in their effect on the body. They can be obviously helpful in our immune response to fight off infection, but can also promote muscle wasting and arthrosclerosis. This information can be found in a paper by Stenbinkel and others from 2005. Additionally, acute stress is largely associated with the development of depression. A good paper for those who are interested in this can read Kasala and others from 2014. Of course, this is just the tip of the iceberg of what the autonomic nervous system affects. It interacts with most places within our body. The vagus nerve is a very large nerve within the body and is highly related to the parasympathetic nervous system. This nerve starts from the brain and interacts with the respiratory, cardiovascular, immune, and digestive system. Also, something worth noting, it is the major source of nerves that innervate the lungs. This information about the vagus nerve could be found in a paper by Chang and others of 2015. Even though I've only scratched the surface of the system, I hope I've adequately painted the picture that the autonomic nervous system innervates and affects the entire body. So now you might be asking, why does this matter? What does this have to do with meditation? Well, it turns out that meditation may be a method of reducing our chronic sympathetic activity and allowing our bodies to reach a more restful and natural state, one that our bodies were more evolved to be at. Though this research is new, there is a bountiful amount of evidence to suggest that this is true. A good place to find evidence like this is in meta-analysis reviews, where researchers look over a whole slew of papers to see if there's a general trend that is statistically significant. Here, I'll be referencing a paper by Heckenberg and others from 2018 that does just that. This paper looks specifically at workplace-based mindfulness meditation programs. And of course, researchers, while doing experiments, cannot simply monitor the activity of parasympathetic or sympathetic tone directly. It must be alluded to through the detection of other biomarkers. Such biomarkers uh, can include the release of cortisol, which is a stress hormone, heart rate variability, which is an indicator of autonomic nervous system balance, blood pressure, which is also a sympathetic activated activity, the presence of antibodies and proteins that are involved with the immune system to monitor immune system activity, and the release of salivary amylase, which is also an indicator of sympathetic activity. In this review of studies, they found statistically significant evidence that mindfulness meditation programs reduced cortisol levels, increased heart rate availability, which is a good indicator of autonomic 
balancing, reduced salivary amylase, and some improvement in immune function, though there was very few studies monitored on that particular subject. They found no significant changes in blood pressure. However, this is overall very strong indication that mindfulness meditation truly does reduce sympathetic activity and thereby increase parasympathetic activity, bringing more balance to the autonomic nervous system. So then, the obvious next question is how does this happen? What are the mechanisms that drive meditation to cause such changes throughout our body? This will be explored in our next videos. Until then, peace.